0: Well, welcome to Coffee with Vern, a time where we have intentional conversations about the gospel, and we desire to talk about theological truth. Thanks for joining us. We hope you can learn and grow and be fed through this. Booker Tove, what's going on? Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. You did did it right this time. I did it. I got it. It's taken how many episodes Ah, this season? It's always always something, dude. Always. Always. Ah. Man, Jesse, I'm glad to be here, man. I hope you are. It's a good day, because guess what, Jesse Moore? What? Jesse Timothy Moore, Barnes. we started the Reformation series today, and there's I, no better I, season. I
1: couldn't tell, you know, with there's all the no stuff. no
0: better time of the year. <laughs> oh, I mean, this stuff just poofed, and it was here. It did. It poofed. Look at Martin Luther.
1: If if you're only listening and not watching, then you can't see the clutter there it is. of Reformation stuff on the desk. Come
0: on, man. I'm a nerd. Looks good, though. I, I got to be honest with you. This is, this is my favorite time of the year. I do.
1: I do enjoy it. I love Reformation Month. Yeah.
0: I, why? Okay, I'm going to
1: share a little bit of my basicness. Okay.
0: I like pumpkin spice. Come at me, bro.
1: Okay, so it's not so much that you like the Reformation no, part whoa, of whoa. the Reformation <laughs> Month. <laughs> it's the
0: <laughs> It all comes together, <laughs> <It's> though. <the laughs> That's God's sovereignty. We got pumpkin donuts, pumpkin spice. I don't do the lattes. Look, I do the iced coffee.
1: I will tell you, those pumpkin donuts you got from mm. Bel Air Donuts, the best donuts hey, I've ever had. I'm on call tomorrow. You want me... You're trying to. I mean, you don't have to ask me. You want me to pull up? You know that I will. So, Smoothie Friday gets replaced
0: with Donut Friday for this month. For this month. Got it. Pumpkin donuts. Yeah, dude. If I find out somebody beat me there tomorrow morning, Jamie Milford. I mean, I'm coming. I was about to say, do not beat me there.
1: Everybody needs to go try. Bella Donuts. Do it on
0: Saturday. Just wait till tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, dude. It was. Oh. So yes, this is my favorite time of the year, though. My birthday's in October. Anna's birthday's in October. My brother-in-law's birthday's in October. Aiden's birthday's in October. My, My, like my future brother-in-law's birthday's in October.
1: My anniversaries in October. Your anniversary.
0: My mom and dad's anniversary. Happy anniversary in a couple days. Fifteenth. Um. This is in October. Pumpkin spice is in October. It's just a great, the falling of the leaves, the changing <laughs> of the air. It's the perfect month. And so, why not you got all look at God's sovereignty? I did. I look at that. God's sovereignty has brought us here to talk about one of the greatest things in church history in October. Mm. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. So, I'm excited. Yes, we got all kinds of stuff. We got a little bit of shout-out to Janice Five Solas Cup up in the house right here with none other than some of the atonement blend from Reformation, Reformation. or Reformed Roasters. So I'm excited, dude. I'm, I've got it all over here. I tried to get Jesse to sit with me, and he said no because he's fake. <laughs> I, I was like, Look, dude, this
1: is the series to sit okay, across so, from me at. So real talk, I don't like being in front of the camera. When I do the video announcements, I don't watch myself if I'm in there, okay? So, I want to be able to conversate and focus on the conversation and not have to worry about the camera. I just act like it's not there. Well, that's good. I just like being behind it. I mean, it's already been three seasons of me behind it, anyway. People want
0: to see your face. Well, I want to see your
1: face over here. Maybe on the 50th episode.
0: Oh, we're coming up. I know. I looked earlier. It's like 44, 40 something. Uh We're coming up. So. Well, we have a special episode to talk about, but you know it is Thursday, so oh, I mean what? you got to start Thursday we, the right way, and
1: we'll talk about why we're doing on Thrash
0: Thursday. Thursday, Jesse. I mean, it's, it's Reformation Month, it's Thrash Thursday. Going mosh, yes! Oh, man, it's a good day. I'm ready. I'm glad. This
1: is a good day. I faded you out. Oh. Hope you're okay with that. It's all right.
0: New Wage War album. Uh, Christian metal for you in your ears. So but.
1: why why are we film, filming on a Thursday? Because This season seems sporadic as yeah. far as our schedule There's no goes. consistency, I'm going to be honest we, with we you. We have a... We, have, we a have a schedule guy's of, of things to talk about, which is... But there's no consistency on but when. There's no But why? What, what so happened?
0: So, Tuesday, I drove up to surprise Anna on her birthday.
1: Yes, very good. I
0: haven't got to celebrate Anna's birthday with her on her birthday in three years. And so, I was like, yeah, oh, it's due time. Mm-hmm. So, I drove up um, at 9 o'clock and put me there right when she was getting ready to leave for lunch. And I walked in her office and I was like, hey... And she looked at me as if she didn't know who I was. I'm <laughs> like, <are> <laughs> yes, honey, it's it's me. And so good for you. it was fun. We had a good time. Went to our favorite pizza place, um, Sidewall. Sidewall. And that's a good place. They only have it in Greenville. And then... Um, yeah, got to hook her up with some
1: bless her with some presents. Got yes. her a Wayne Grudem systematic theology. We started filming on Mondays. Yes. So where were we on Monday?
0: Oh, Monday, we gotta talk about this for yeah, a second. just because for this a episode's an introductory. We're only about five minutes. in. It's an introductory. Yeah. Monday, we as a whole staff, so all the pastoral staff went and down. To, and,
1: and. <laughs> Jesse, I will I, you, to you strike a
0: nerve every time you do that. So I'm gonna take a <laughs> sip of coffee.
1: <laughs> Oh,
0: I just don't think he recognizes there's a call on his life. Um, but Took my anyways, um, we were down at Crawford Avenue uh, for a nine March conference. Jonathan Lehman, who he's a editorial and writer yeah. for nine March. Yeah, I was about to say,
1: isn't he the series editor?
0: Yes. Today? And also is a pastor yeah. uh, in Washington, D.C., but he was part of uh, Mark Devers Church Capitol Hill for 20 plus years. And so he was sent out of that church to plant a church mm-hmm. in uh, DC. And so some really cool stuff. He has written a, a couple of books, but his two most prominent ones that I have been able to like study for college were church membership and church discipline. Yeah, and so
1: he Which pretty are the mo- the ones that I am most interested yes. in getting into
0: and see here's the thing there's two words that are best friends membership and discipline you can't have one without the other you can't yeah. they they work together they are it's like god's love well, and his wrath I,
1: I think he said one of the things he said that was um that grabbed me was if you don't practice church discipline then why even have members in the first place it's, it's so true yeah. it's and that
0: book you're gonna really love that book he I, you know, to the church member, I recommend these books. They're just really encouraging of why we practice what we practice in the church. And so check those out. One's blue, one's orange. And then there's uh, baby ones. Like they're made for lay people that don't want to do a lot of reading. There's even a smaller one on both those topics.
1: So, well, it was, it was I, I had a lot, it was nine sessions. Mm-hmm. Why from, though? From eight to nine. 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 Yeah. Nine marks, nine sessions. He went through
0: every mark of yeah. the healthy church. Yeah. So he,
1: we started at eight and we left at five. Five, we got home yeah. at
0: 530.
1: But dude, I got to tell you the entire time I was completely locked in. You were. And I was engaged. I was telling
0: Jesse, you know, I had, I've read nine marks pretty much twice. Mm-hmm. I've read it for school and then um, have been through it multiple times for resourcing and and have studied all this stuff since, so shout out Daniel Barta, brought it to my table when I was junior or sophomore in college. So like a lot of this stuff was renewal and refresh and review oh, for good. me, yeah. but I was still locked in. Yeah. I, of course I started struggling after the chicken shawarma was in my <laughs> stomach. Um, yeah, that was awesome. But it was, I was engaged. I, I walked out encouraged. Yeah, I did too. I've been to two conferences in the last month. And so it was good. Sometimes you just sometimes you just gotta have a holy popping from yeah, the Lord. You do, and I needed it
1: there. Yeah, there were some toes stepped on, but that's good. I mean, and that yeah, that's what I was gonna you, say. Like you've that's gotta good. have that.
0: You you know what toes being stepped on does for you though, as a minister
1: or just as a member of the church. Anything it grows you. Yeah,
0: it makes you
1: strive for better. Yeah, and I, so I mean, it calls to attention something that you may have unintentionally. Mm-hmm. Forgotten about, or yes, you know, absolutely. So I, I you know, but I, it's funny I, that I you bring that up. That.
0: It's funny that you say toe stepping on because these dudes did yeah, some toe stepping, <laughs>
1: <laughs> and that's
0: what we are getting into, man. So happy Reformation Month to you! It's time for Reformation Month series. Yes, and we've got a we've got a great lineup to make it sound like baseball because it is October, which means postseason baseball. Uh, yes. Oh, speaking of. Won't be able to film next Monday. I'll be at the Braves game.
1: <laughs> our so. schedule is awful. <laughs> so next week Tuesday, everybody.
0: Tuesday. Um, Back to our Tuesday. But man, it's I'm ready. So what's what's on tap
1: today? So brother? okay, so we're gonna talk about. So every week we're gonna talk about two. Yes, but today we're gonna start off with sort of an intro. Yeah, but get, then we're get catch your buddy up, John Wycliffe. But but I don't want to do like the intro that we did last time. I don't want to go over the dates and what it was. Yeah, we've let's been let's talk that. about why the Reformation was important and why it's still important yes. to us today. Now,
0: I'm going to encourage something. You might not encourage this, but I'm going to. I think you would agree. Like, okay. hey, if you don't know a lot about the Reformation, go back and maybe oh, listen to some of our absolutely. episodes That's on what that that
1: That's what it's there for. Before this one. Absolutely.
0: And go the only reason I say that is because you're going to hear things that are going to be like, yeah. oh, I remember that. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. So, if so if you, you already need been a refresher, there, go back. They're quick. You can listen to all four in two hours. Yeah. So knock it out. But, yeah, so Jesse, I, see, this is what I love. This is why I wanted him <laughs> right here. When, when it comes to, like, the Puritans and Reformation Month, I get to somewhat just kick back and watch my brother just go. And I love it. Cause I, I I have my notes, but it's like, why playing notes if Jesse's just that excited? Cause I I love it, bro. I I love your love for church history. Let me tell you, sidebar, sidebar, let me puff your head a little bit. No, don't do I'm that. I'm doing it. Um this is like the greatest gift in the world to me, is Jesse Moore. Ugh. I yeah, I kid you not, man. You're like I, today at breakfast, I know you hate this, so I'm yeah. enjoying it while I do it. Today at breakfast, I was talking to Perry, and I told him, I said, really, I'm, I'm uh, in my hand, I talked to the same five people, Perry, Mom, Anna, Jesse, Aiden. Yeah. It's like, that's my people. And he loves church history. <laughs> Lord, you are so good and gracious.
1: <laughs> so take me away. What you got? What are you wanting to bring to the table to refresh us today? Well, what really, I just want to talk about... I mean, cause let's let's go there a little bit. Go for it. The word "reformed." Yeah, what does it mean? It gets a little bit of a bad rap. It's a cuss word. It is a cuss word, but why? I don't, I don't understand why that is. I, I know there are certain aspects so that did you do some research on? That? Disagree on? I didn't. I didn't hit on that because. So you're I, asking I don't want me to, to answer? It. No. So what I'm saying is, let's talk about what it really is. Good, because I, I, like I know there are some names and there are some things that edges on people and they don't they yeah. don't want to talk about it they don't want to hear about it because of what they think it is. Yeah. You know, we can have those conversations with people outside of this yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But here let, I just want to talk about what the reformation is. And simply, I mean, you look at the word, it's to reform how the church was being practiced. So what is was reform mean? So it's to go back. Is exactly back what it means to reform. Yes. So that's I mean, and you look at Martin Luther is like that's really how it gained traction mm-hmm. now we'll talk about Wycliffe in a minute um, but the Reformation official the official date of course is the 31st of October 1517, 1517
0: which we have a party at the end of the month students. yes we do and I need to and you're coming
1: get with you on that so anyways what Martin Luther went through this process of where he was and it's and it's just a testament of God calling mm-hmm those who are not equipped and equipping them. Oh man, yes. Um, going through broken people mm-hmm. to fulfill his promises and stuff like. That. I mean, uh, Martin Luther was my he man was, struggled. <laughs> he was afraid, so he said, was it St. Anne?
0: <laughs> he cried out to St. Anne during a
1: storm. If you save me, if, if you you spare become a monk, me,
0: I will give my yeah, life yeah, yeah. to the monastery. So which he
1: did, right? So He did. <laughs> he did. Um, but in that time as a monk, what happened to him? He was freaking out about God. Mentally, he went on a whirlwind. So he he came out and said that he had a he had come to hate God yes. in his times as yes. a monk. He was doubtful that this, this 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 is the kicker. He was doubtful that he would ever make himself worthy enough for mm. heaven.
0: Yeah, so he 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 viewed himself as I have to be Finding on my own words. Right, right. Yes.
1: And so he was he was afraid of judgment on the last day. So he
0: had a real fear. He, it wasn't the fear of God that no, we teach. It, it was wasn't the like a wrong fear of fear. God. It was
1: horror. Yes, horror. horror. Yeah.
0: And we know that because we talked about that. Last he year. flung himself on the floor right. at night. Right. Naked in the cold concrete floor of his room. Because here's the thing. Mm-hmm. History will even point to this a little bit. But the monastery floors are just concrete and even today in buddhist monasteries it's very not fun living conditions yeah. and so he would do that out of a hatred for sin but a fear of god
1: yeah and and it was because the the church at the time mm-hmm. they had um basically re- replaced repentance with penance instead of the act of yeah. repentance what we know it as as penance what like can paying. what can i do and what can the church do My for own me to get me Back to this point, yeah, and which so that's is where we see indulgence, moralistic, in. ritualistic, therapeutic deism, right? It, it's just ritualism. It's legalistic, moralistic, yes. ritualism, and that's what the church had become. And because Martin Luther was now a monk and he was doing the studying of the scripture for himself, he came to these realizations, yes, that the church was doing everything, in, most everything, incorrectly, right. Um, and of course, um, some of the inspiration and help was Wycliffe's work. Now which I was we'll going to say
0: you have to pull point out though that the church had corrupted these people though because they weren't allowing them to read the scriptures, right? And which see is that's gonna the be thing. Huge. About so what when we, talk we about. talked
1: about it last year, it was very much like a, if you listened to it, you probably thought you know 1517 that is when it started, which is you know that's the date. It is. But there were yes. pieces of the puzzle. Um, being pulled out before yes. Martin Luther, it's Lou's the there. same
0: kind of concept as like in wars. There's always battles before if some people would say the war has begun. Right, right. And so we, uh, without the men that we're gonna kind of allude to, especially the one today, we would not have had a Reformation because they they oh, dug absolutely. the trenches essentially. Yeah.
1: So, Woo. yeah. So Martin Luther he basically rediscovered the freeing truth. This is what freed him from that fear. The freeing truth that God loves broken people who know they need help. Yep. I mean, the, who did? Who was Jesus given to? Mary? Mary. She was an illiterate teenager from a nothing town. Who was his birth first proclaimed to? Shepherds. Shepherds who were, were outcasts to the bottom, only to lepers. Yes. I mean, you could just. You it can just trace goes on and on and the on scripture, you know, and so it makes oh, sense of yes. all these people. I love it. Who they? Uh, Wycliffe was a sheep farmer, you know. <laughs> I mean, we'll get into all that, but anyway, he he argued. Martin Luther argued that Christianity was very straightforward. The greatest failure, anybody who was a failure in, uh, if if they were in Jesus, they get to share his status and his righteousness. Right. There's nothing that they. Had to do to try and earn that spot. Like on their His own.
0: righteousness is our own. It's right, imputed of onto it. it. Yes. yes,
1: through his death, he took on the full wrath of God. Right, and so it's not about what we could do. So really, it was a re-recognition that grace alone saves us. Yes, not anything else, not any ritual, not mm-hmm. any amount of works. And so that was that was basically what the re- the start of the Reformation was. It was reforming what the church was.
0: Yeah. It was going back and recognizing according to scripture, what is the true church? Right. Which they, the, the biggest issue was they didn't have the scriptures. Yeah. And so this was a, Hey, we're fighting for the truth, rediscovering the truth of the scriptures. Cause the scriptures didn't change. They were falsely being taught. Right. Right. And so reform means to look back to change. That's yeah. what it simply means. And so, Today, when we talk about the Reformation, that's a time in history, but just to allude to a minute, because you brought it up, that word has become somewhat of a a naughty word. word, and the reason why... Uh, is because it's been askewed. Yeah. Right. There is such thing as a reformed thinking, but all that is is looking back Backwards. to the, w- the truths of the Reformation <laughs> and upholding them. Yeah. So, like, when you hear, it's oh, part- what's reformed theology? It's theology that is birthed, yeah. theological thought
1: from the Reformation. But That's it's all it is. It's, it's a part of our history. It's a way of thinking. That you is, have absolutely. to go back. Like, you have to appreciate where we are. That's right how we got here because of these people. Oh man, do we have we we don't exist as the Baptist Church today without that information. Exactly. And that, and that <laughs> that's what I was thinking yesterday. The people that you like to listen to, the people that I like to listen to, the people we like to read and whoever is listening, whoever you guys like to listen to and read to, they're here because of the, of the Reformation, that's right. Every single one of them. And we're able to read the scriptures in our mm-hmm. own language now, because I, of the Reformation. I want to. I think I don't
0: think I got to tell this last year, but it. before we hit John Wycliffe, I wanted to add, like, um, with this whole series as well as we don't want it to ever come across that we're over glorifying or elevating no. these men to be idols here's the thing that our desire is. And this is something like my desire in my own church history studies is these men to never replace who God is, but to thank the Lord for men that were this bold and learn from it. Because I ordered a picture of, and I told you this and call me weird. I took down all my metal flags in my office Yeah, and there's a reason for that. No, it doesn't. It's bland. (laughs) But I ordered a picture of John Calvin preaching in his uh, church. It was a painting um, and I'm. It's massive, and it's going on my wall because I want to be reminded of the boldness that they proclaim. Right, and so that's what we're encouraging well, see, you and to that's take. The,
1: and that's what's funny about this, right? Mm-hmm. We don't want to elevate them, we're, and we're not going to elevate them. No, but this came about because people had elevated man. It's a, 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 as so as their ironic. papal, papal authority. No. They had elevated. The Pope that. is not the head of the church, right? And which we'll talk about that sermon
0: too. last night.
1: But. Yeah, so they they had gone back to, hey, you guys are elevating things that should not be elevated. I mean, the five solas, you know, Mm. we are saved through grace alone. Solas, gratia, Faith alone. Sola fide. Uh Uh-huh. According to the scriptures, oh, in Jesus, solus alone. Christus, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. according to the scriptures, alone, scriptura, to the glory of God, only. soli deo gloria. Right. And so what they added alone, right? What's the same thing? The common variable or the common thing there was is alone. alone because they wanted people to know without the alone, you had what was happening in the church. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Plus works plus 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 grace plus yes. rituals, you know, it's and so sad. they wanted alone. Please realize Alone. Yes. You know. So the thing that I, I heard this on a podcast about the Reformation, and it's so good about Luther. Last thing about this, and then we'll move on. Um, Luther made it clear God, and this this is the same man who was terrified, horrified. Luther made it clear God is glorious, mm. beautiful, kind, good, and generous. We can therefore enjoy God, yeah, not hate God. Not avoid God and not appease God. Enjoy Him,
0: mm, and that's the Westminster Confession of Faith, number one. Uh, what man's is chief the, end? What is yep
1: to glorify it's God? The only purpose of man,
0: forever. chief end of man is glorifying, him forever. Yep.
1: So that is the Reformation. Yeah, it is. You know, if you've if you're listening, if you've never really thought about that, um, just don't think about all the offshoots and the arguments yeah. and don't the get, divisions. Yes. Just think. This was a point in history where church was reformed back to the way this it is, was supposed to be. Yeah, this is
0: a point in history where men boldly said, we will hold to the scripture. Right. And then that's where the five souls are birthed out of.
1: Right. Which which is what made John Wycliffe so important. Is so his important. His view of scriptural authority alone.
0: Yeah. And I'm telling you, dude, I love... I love church history because what it does is it inspires me to yeah. go, Lord, it's worth it. It's always worth it. Um, do we, I can't remember if we have John Rogers, if we're talking about him on schedule, we've talked about him. We'll allude to him at some point when we get closer down the road, Yeah. but just talking and thinking about um, the Reformation always brings to mind him mm-hmm. and his story. I'm save that for another episode, but. I'm just reminded of the beauty of the blood of the saints who were martyred. Yeah. And so, well, shall we? Are shall you ready? Let's,
1: let's go for it. Let's dive in. So John
0: Wycliffe, not Wycliffe. You can call him Wycliffe, but we like Wycliffe. to say Wycliffe. Wycliffe. Um, look, for
1: most of these things, I look up how to say them. Of course you do. So I am saying the I just correctly. go with my redneck slang, man. <laughs> John Wycliffe. Wycliffe.
0: Wycliffe. Wycliffe. So we have John Wycliffe on the board today that we're discussing. He's the only one we want to talk about. And you could argue that he is the first reformer.
1: Yeah. You could really argue one of the, one of the first, probably the most well-known first. Yes.
0: Um, yeah, I was going to out of you. Like he's a name that people hear and go, Oh yeah, yeah. It's yeah. In the theological world, Absolutely. at least. Mm-hmm. All right. So, what did you find? I found that he was born in 1330. Yeah. Well, they're unsure. So, in between. 29, yeah. 30.
1: But what? What? That's funny. I don't know how many people caught that. 1330. Mm-hmm. And we just talked about Martin Luther, 95 Theses, yes. 1517. Yes. A long time before yes. the Reformation. So, why do we consider Wycliffe a part of the Reformation?
0: You're about to find out.
1: It comes in his name too. What it, is,
0: which is really cool.
1: What is his name?
0: Um I, I'm gonna let you share. Well we have been given the names. What is deemed his name?
1: I love his nickname it's is like favorite. my favorite. Yeah. It, he is the morning star of the Reformation, which is awesome because the morning star Go that ahead we and talk know about that. Is Venus. Venus, that's right. So it's either the evening star or morning star, depending on the time of year. When it's the morning star. This is awesome.
0: The, yes. Go, I've Before
1: read the sun rises and it's still dark and there's still dark everywhere. Venus comes up and it shines. Obviously not as bright as the sun, but you can definitely see it. But it's basically heralding the sunlight. It's coming.
0: unmistakably visible. <laughs> yes. And that like that's it's funny. I was just telling Jesse about a shirt that we have to buy. Yes. Allison. He needs it. I'll
1: talk to her about it today. But
0: post tenebras lux meaning after darkness, light. Yeah. And it's just a reminder that What's, in a dark world, so they cool were light
1: for Wycliffe to be called the morning star, because basically you were th- like one of the only points of light in such a dark time, yes. but you were heralding the mm-hmm. light that was coming. That's right. Oh man. Definitely it, my it, favorite. Um,
0: what this article I was reading uh, talks about is darkness dominated this time. Absolutely. And we're going to talk about why, but a big reason why was black death. Right. Yeah. So you had disease you had the darkness of culture in the church all different kinds of things right and so he was a visible light in the midst of all kinds of struggles yeah but yeah so 13 30, 28 right around in the same Somewhere time. yeah needless to say what we need to know is 95 theses came over a hundred years later yes right um, and then I, I found that he was he passed away in 1384 yeah um, born in England right so he was an english theologian yeah we have we've talked about luther was german calvin was french um we've had a lot of different regions in europe wycliffe was from england and as we said he was deemed the name the morning star of the reformation yeah right um but born almost a hundred years before luther was even born yeah right. so that just tells you that the think about the uh, amount of time that passed before what we think is the first reformation or re- first reformer yeah. comes on the scene yeah It's right? interesting
1: to me That's, yeah yeah so we you talked about it born born in a sheep yeah oh, you sheep got some farm. stuff on his early life um 200 miles from london uh, so he left for oxford university i think he was 16 so again we're seeing yeah. these these young. guys that are young but they have this thirst for something you right. know they don't right. quite know what it is. Some of them do, but they don't quite know what it, know what it is. Yeah, yet. What,
0: and he entered into studies not right. with theology.
1: Well, he did. It was mainly for philosophy. It was philosophy, if I, if that's I think, right. but He did theology as well. Correct. Um, but he was interesting, and he wasn't able to get his doctorate until 1372 because of the pandemic, the epidemic. But he was already on staff at that point. I saw <laughs> at, that you know, at Oxford. But what was cool to me, I don't know if you've ever heard of this guy. Um, he was on staff with famous philosopher, William Ockham. Have you ever heard of Occam's razor? Mm-mm. Okay. So that basically says the simplest answer is usually the right one.
0: Oh, wow. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Throw right? that on a t-shirt. So I
1: had, I had known about Occam's razor and all that, but then when I was like, he worked with him, wow, that's awesome. That's cool to me. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, just a little s- nerds sidebar anyway. Um, Yeah. So he went to Oxford when he was like 16. Um, Very, very intelligent as we can find. Yeah. So eventually, um, I, I don't know if they know exactly when he converted. I don't think they have a date, but it was. Yeah. It was because of. The, um, I didn't have a date either. Yeah, it was because of the plague. It was a result of his fighting from face-to-face. Which with
0: that's like, what uh, Stephen death. Lawson was adding, was the, the face-to-face of death is what led to his conversion. And then Stephen Nichols, another guy, part of Ligonier Ministries, added that what really grew his love for theology was those partial studies, as you were referencing. He went in school for philosophy. Yeah. Also studied theology, but as he studied scripture and theology books more, this is what led to a realization yeah. of of the church veering off.
1: Yeah, and so um, he his conversion to me was, and we were talking about this um, before. Uh, it was very similar to Luther's, mm-hmm. in yeah. that it had to do with a lot a lot with fear. Right, um, he feared death, all that stuff. And so I'm going to read this. This is from Stephen Lawson's book, but it's a quote from J.H. Merle de'Aubigné. You I need have that series. No clue if he that wrote is how you say his. The name.
0: Reformation is his book series.
1: The visitation of the Almighty sounded like the trumpet. Of the Judgment Day in the heart of Wycliffe, alarmed at the thoughts of eternity, the young man, for he was a mere youth, passed days and nights in his cell, groaning and sighing, calling upon God to show him the path he ought to follow. He found it in the Scriptures and resolved to make that known to others. Mm. So, <sighs> that is where his journey to realizing well, the. You know what's amazing, though, is is.
0: His study of the scripture is what sparked everything. Yeah, right. Well, imagine, and I, I do want to parallel into today. But if we who claim to love the Lord just studied our scripture, what kind of spark it would do? That that's in our what hit life.
1: Me. Like he he just studied, he just studied, and he then it. when he needed answers, he boom. went to the scriptures. <laughs> and I. I I, that's
0: a that's a huge parallel to today because we're not doing our job if we just give you all this history and don't make a
1: parallel. Well, it, and it, it reminded me of uh, a sermon I heard from Matt Chandler, of course, um, when he was talking about, you know, things in your life. Yeah. Like if you struggle with, like all you want to do is escape reality and mm. you just watch Netflix and you binge and you just try and escape reality or if you struggle with anger, if you struggle with anything, like and you try and escape reality. Why? If you're a Christian, when you have those issues, the one place you should run to, run to is, is the scripture. scripture
0: And how long do you want to escape reality before you realize reality is in front of you at death? Right. And like you can only escape reality until death knocks on your front door. Right. And I that's I, I'll confess I used to be one of those, especially in oh, college. Yeah. I want to escape reality because it was so horrifying. Yes. There are certain things I'm like. I got to deal with
1: this? And it's kind of embedded in you. Yeah. Like, you don't want to have to deal with the hardness of life. So what do you do? You go somewhere else that's not real.
0: And Christian, we've been promised harsh times and suffering. Yeah. But I just, I've been, that's been a realization as you study these reformers is suffering was prominent. Yeah. But look what God did. He glorified himself in their suffering. Yes, And so, I don't know, I'm just... Every time we get to this time of the year with the Reformation, I watch the Lord do something in me as well, and it's a uh, it's a shifting of perspective to going, right. Lord, if that's what you're calling me to, just give me the courage to face it, trusting you. Mm. And so good.
1: What else? What well, I, we, there there's a lot. I didn't I have a lot. Yeah, there was there was a lot of his historical political stuff that I had, but we don't need to go over that. We're already well into this. you right. Into right. The, um, episode, so I'll I'll hit on the important things. Um, so again, like you said, he started to see how much the church was veering off course, right? And so in the 1370s, he produced three significant works about the church's corruption. Now, I mean, this there was no it's 14 years there was no official reformation, the there was no you know emergence of Protestantism and all that right. stuff. He is still in the Roman Catholic Church, you know. Um, so Stern. Of, of which he is a rector at this point, which is a priest. So he had a congregation, he had a church. So he in is the still Catholic Church in the Catholic church and he's like, my man, the Catholic church. The is, yeah. he, and, and there's quotes where he, you could just tell he just, he does not care if he bucks the system. Like he does not give a care in the world. <laughs> and so, uh, so three works. The first one was called on divine dominion, which got him really Mm. On the downward slope. Yeah. Uh, and that took aim at papal authority. Wycliffe was uh, at a loss. He said this, and he told the the Pope this because the Pope wanted him to come talk to him, and he said no. Uh, Wycliffe was that he said, I am at a loss to find a biblical warrant for the papacy. He was like, That's not in scripture. And, and the quote I told you from Lawson's book was he basically said, <laughs> Uh, you can at most have authority over one church in Rome, <laughs> not the entire church. <laughs> Can't have one so <laughs> yeah, so um, yeah. He, he argued that the papacy conflicts with uh, the church's true true authority, which is the Scripture. At this point, he was well into the to the idea that Scripture alone holds authority. Right. And so he said the papacy conflicts with that. So the second work was called On Civil Dominion, and that's when he targeted Roman Catholics' assertion of authority over specifically the English crown and English nobility because they've mm. been this is a little political. They've been taxing England for the war. Right. Um, and so his quote from this was England belongs to no pope. The pope is but a man subject to sin. But Christ is the Lord of lords, and the kingdom is held to be held directly and solely of Christ alone.
0: Col- uh, Colossians 1, mm. I think it's 19. Um, for he is the head mm-hmm. of the body, the church, yeah. Jesus.
1: So that was on civil dominion. Mm-hmm. And the third one was just solely on the truth. Of the, it was called on the truth of sacred scripture. Yeah, and that's when he, he could find further developed his doctrine on the authority of scripture.
0: I was looking to see if I could find any of his works, um, like his works. It's hard to find because yeah. I one on uh, dominion authority. That uh, first one that he wrote on is di- one. On divine dominion. Divine, divine dominion. dominion. Yeah um is interesting mm. and so it's uh, you have to think about how again martin luther some hundred years past what john Wycliffe is doing is stirring the pot and getting it ready yeah right? he is preparing for the next to yeah. come i mean he's doing what you're supposed to do as a disciple maker
1: yeah let me prepare for the next group no, and see that's what and that's part of his thing he knew That, well, we'll get to that. I don't want to jump the gun. I was about to say something that we haven't talked about yet. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, But these three works were instrumental in setting the stage Mm -hmm. for the Reformation because two visiting faculty members um, at Oxford University, so maybe I guess he was doing both at the same time. I knew he was a professor. I'd read that. So maybe he was doing, you know, rectorship and a faculty. Um, Two visits from faculty members, visiting faculty members from Prague came, and they took John's writings back home with them and they delivered them to a man named Jan Hus or uh, I guess most people, people say, say John Huss,
0: Hus but it's Jan Hus Jan yeah. Hus
1: so um we'll talk about him later yeah we're um, gonna give some about time his influence to him. because both Jan Hus and Wycliffe influenced Martin Luther
0: yep and John Hus or Jan Hus was given the name do you know the goose. He was considered the burning goose. Burning goose. That would prepare for the swan. Yeah. The What's swan right of the Reformation.
1: Yeah. So um so eventually, you know, Wycliffe was already falling out of favor <laughs> with the with yeah. the Pope. The Pope called him a an heretic and wanted him to come stand trial. And Wycliffe's like, You don't have authority over me. I'm not coming to meet with you. That's right. <laughs> and so, you know, eventually <laughs> it caught up with him. And the church in England, he fell out of favor there too. Um, But that made way for his most important contribution, which was the Wycliffe Bible. The Wycliffe Bible. Because he is the first one who went to translate the Bible into a common tongue because his his thought was, whatever language you speak, because, of, of course, the papacy said, you know, Common people can't read the scripture because it's it's too good for them. But really, their thought was we want to keep power over them. Yeah, that's exactly right? what it was. And so, because common people weren't able to read or write, but read, you know, they couldn't they couldn't test the scriptures, right? Which we have talked about before. Mm. Um, but Wycliffe's like, no, that's that's wrong. Right? You can read the scriptures and see that that's wrong. So he advocated for whatever language you spoke you should have a bible or yeah. a scripture that you can and read.
0: Lawson kind of talks about that. Um he says this translation work grew out of Wycliffe's strong desire that his countrymen regardless of their social class or occupation cuz he was a sheep boy. Yeah. would know Jesus Christ by believing his gospel. For this reason he devoted himself to this colossal undertaking. Colossal. which required working from Latin vulgate, but Wycliffe desired to spread the saving knowledge of the truth all across England.
1: A good thing he was a rector who was also a staff member at Oxford University. Yeah, and but it just
0: shows that God doesn't call the equipped. He, he equips, equips the, the call. call. Think yeah. about uh, him being a sheep boy Yeah, would, would later influence my yeah. countrymen need this. Well,
1: see, and at this point in time, uh, English was not really what we know today. English was still like an up-and-coming language. Yeah. They, I think that's still the, the high speech beside Latin— was French. I think you're right. I think that's correct. And so English was still considered. I mean, they wouldn't have translated into French either. Right. But English was considered a very peasant. I was about to say peasant society language. And according to slang, papal authority, um, translating the scriptures. And to such a language was heresy punishable by, by death.
0: death. I was going to say is worthy of death, and it makes me think. With that whole thing of him being a sheep boy, reminds me of Jackie Hill Perry's T-shirt and quote: "God didn't save me from my culture; He saved me for from my culture." culture. You yeah. see John Wycliffe going back and going, "My absolutely. people need this," absolutely. Which, and we see William Tyndale later in the fifteenth century, I believe. Um, he would then. Uh, translate it into the Tyndale translation for yeah. English, shipping it across the seas for man to be able to read. Yes, and he would die because of it.
1: Right, and, and so that's what's that's what's interesting too, right? These these people, these reformers, these guys, they're not afraid of man. They have yeah. already conquered that because they have the fear of God, the proper fear of God. They're yeah, and so Wycliffe was more. He was more convinced of the authority of Scripture than the authority. They
0: of held and heeded to the the words of Paul. Yeah. Uh, what can mortal man do to me? Right? What can mere man do to me? Romans 8. Yeah. It's And that's just, oh, man. As we think about Wycliffe, as we think about Hus, and when we talk about him, we're talking about some... Some names that most of you might not have heard, like Philip Melanchthon, he's yeah. considered the honeycomb of yeah. the Reformation. Why? These <laughs> names. These names crack me up. But we're going to be talking about some some men that, you know, praise be to God for what they boldly stood up and did. Yeah. I mean, my favorite has grown to be one of my favorites is John Rogers. Mm. Um, that story just brings a tear to my eye when I think about it. Um,
1: and so... Man, anything else you wanted to add on Wycliffe before well, we... Yeah, so once he decided to translate, I mean, that was that's what he set out to do. Unfortunately, he didn't finish because, of course, it was a massive undertaking. Right. So he died before it was done, but he had friends who finished it for him, mm-hmm. right? Um, he also died before he was um, officially branded a heretic, which was good for him. I was about to say, his <laughs> name was not... He, uh, the Pope, you know, the Pope didn't like him and called him one, but he wasn't officially labeled as one until later. Um, So he suffered two strokes and he died on December 30th, 1384. But his friends finished his translation of the Bible and they started distributing it, which is a feat in itself, because this is before the printing press, which is in 1440, I think. And uh, so they were doing all this by hand. So once they had translated it, They had to Mm. reprint it by hand for distribution. Um, And so that that happened. So Jan Hus agreed with Wycliffe on the authority of Scripture, preached that authority in Prague in 1415. He was sentenced to death and burned at the stake. He was told he would have a chance to defend himself. But when he got there to defend himself, they immediately arrested him then he was burned to the stake. Mm. So that was at the council of Constance. That same council declared Wycliffe a heretic. Yes. This is what's terrible. I I I'm, this says a lot.
0: I remember Stephen Lawson talking about this uh, at the conference.
1: After he was declared a heretic, they exhumed his body
0: 43 years after 43 late years later. Do you kn-
1: so if you don't know what that means, he's nothing but bones. They dug up his body. They burned his bones until they were nothing but ash and they dumped it into the River Swift.
0: Um, I distinctly remember when they were advertising this book because it just came out at the conference, Dr. Lawson uh, talking about that and how there is, I think it was, I don't want to misquote, but I think he was talking about how as the ashes were poured into the River Swift, it was as if the scriptures were being carried throughout all of Europe. I have a quote about that. I didn't dream that. I'm ready that. for you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Lord.
1: It's uh, The brook hath conveyed his ashes to Avon, Avon into Severn, Severn into the narrow seas, and they into the ocean. And thus the ashes of John Wycliffe are the emblem of his doctrine, which now is dispensed the world over. That's it. Yep.
0: I, I knew I didn't dream that. Yeah, um, it's a good quote. It's just, it. what does that tell you about who John Wycliffe is? Yeah. If you and it tells you about how horrid uh the, the quote was. quote church of that day was, yeah, how immoral I mean
1: well, this is the time <laughs> they they wanted power, they had the power, they were afraid they were gonna lose the power I mean it was what good is it doing digging up a dead man though that's my
0: thing, <laughs> man, these are men that I look forward to uh speaking with in eternity, yeah real And, you know, and I'm one that believes that we will be in eternity worshiping the Lord forever and ever and dwelling with brothers and sisters of the faith. Mm-hmm. And I believe we will get to celebrate and talk with them. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, it's just awesome. I, and I'm obviously there centuries ago, but I'm so thankful. Like if there's one thing I would love to do is first, I thank the Lord uh, for them. But second, Thank them for their boldness because yeah. they are the reason we sit here today.
1: They, they are absolutely direct correlation. Without Wycliffe, we would still be doing the same ritualistic. I mean, God would have his way. God's sovereign. God's got his he way. He would have changed. That's obviously what he wanted. But as far as man is concerned. But he is graciously, Wycliffe, yes. Mm-hmm. I mean, he translated the Bible. We. I mean, you know, think, he, think about just, just as a thought exercise yeah it had not this not happened we would still have somebody reading us the scripture and we would have no clue if they would have us to the trust truth. them we would have no and, and what is trust in man
0: Like, here and here's a parallel to today i tell my students like if you're like hey i don't know about that go read the word yeah like If you agree with every single thing that your pastor says, it can be dangerous. Yeah. You need to read the word for yourself. Yes. And we have the opportunity
1: to do that. You know, that's the beauty of it. The uh, book I just finished, uh, Knowing Jesus Through the Old Testament, Mm -hmm. I loved that at certain points, he, of course, he has those scriptural footnotes, like I say, to look for. But at certain points, he would say, take a break. Mm Mm-hmm. Here's some scripture. Read them before we move on. Oh wow! Yeah,
0: I've never read a book where somebody did that. Uh huh. It
1: was it was good. That's it's so. like a
0: Selah in psalms. Take a break and yes. reflect. Yes. So man, this has been good. This is exciting. I'm I'm just glad it's back, dude. Me too. Come I on. love coffee with Vern, but my favorite episodes are definitely Reformation Month and Puritan Month. Yeah. Like I just I love church history. <laughs> so thanks to uh, Doctor Pater for. Just birthing that love, if you will, in college, and so well, man, it's been a good, it's been a good episode, it's been a good day. I agree. Um, it's a Thursday, it's thrash Thursday, so go and jam out to you some music, um, drink you a nice cup of coffee and kick back, man, and go study. Hey, we'll quit real. Will
1: sound like Chloe. real
0: quick. Real quick. Uh, book recommendation: John Wycliffe, brand new out by Stephen Lawson. Um, if you're like, hey, I want to learn some more, it's like 12, 15 bucks. Um, I think, but really easy read. Yeah, You can work through this and well, you will and be encouraged. And it's
1: not just his history. He he does go over a little bit That's of right. his history, but the, the title is Bib, The Bible Convictions of. Right. So it talks a lot about He's that. He's
0: trying to point you to the scripture. Which is what you... That's the whole you. point. Yeah, me and Jesse both have a copy. And so any of the books that we're studying, we'll recommend to you on this if you want more information. But until then, until then... Until next time, when we have another cup of Joe. I have a new roast coming, Jesse. Luther's (laughs) indulgence next week. (laughs) But until then, Shabbat Shalom. Go in peace. Have a great week. Hope to see
1: you at church on Sunday. Deuces and smooches. Oh, wow. An old one. There you go.